We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. When it's time for a new credit card, the best ones do way more than just buy stuff. And that's why U.S. Bank offers credit cards that make every day more rewarding. Earn cash back. Score points when you shop, dine out, travel, or binge watch. Or get a low intro APR. U.S. Bank credit cards were designed to fit your lifestyle. So make every day more rewarding. And check out usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. This is the Rotowire Fantasy Football Podcast. Here's your host, John Helton. Hey everybody, it's John Halpin. Welcome to the October 15th edition of the Rotowire Fantasy Football Podcast, sponsored by Fantasy Draft. Tim Heaney and I are going to review all the Week 6 Sunday fantasy action, just like we do every week. Um, Tim, but first, can you do me a favor? We're going to role play. You are going to be a member of the media, and I'm going to be Jalen Ramsey. Go. So, uh, Jalen, do you think this is still the best defense in the league? <laughs> was that good? Uh, yeah, it was, that was, that was pretty appropriate. What a, yeah. what a doofus. <laughs> he's he's going to be one of those types of interviews. Right. He already he, has been. He's so. going to be one of those guys. If a guy wants to talk, like all the stuff he said, I still, it always perplexes me that why people need to bear their souls to, to, you know, anyone and tell everybody everything they think, especially when you trash talking people, you know, just, I mean, why be a jerk? But whatever. Some people are like that and they're refreshing and honest. Okay, great. Don't be quiet when you lose. Mm-hmm. Nope. Bad look. It you, makes you, got, you a jerk. You got to come to pay if, uh, if, if you can't back it up anymore right. for at least that week. Take your lumps. And I don't know. I just thought that that was such a bad look by him. Yeah, it's um, 
I don't know if maturity is the issue, but maybe just uh, like you said, he can't dish it out, but can't take it. Type and your defense hey, just got torched. Yeah, by Dak Prescott. <laughs> so you know, say something. Say we sucked. Say something. Say we did the wrong thing or whatever. You know, yeah. we, we had the wrong strategy or something. Whatever. So, it ma- it make for me. It makes it easier to root against a guy like that. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I'm not, not to say I'm the one that everyone has to like be a perfect adult and be proper all the time, but this is like a different case of that. This is a own up to what you what you were chirping about, and yeah. then say, "Yeah, it didn't go right this week. We'll get them next week." You know that the ideal team training type of facet with that, right? So. And if, you, if you're not gonna, and if you don't want to talk, that's fine. But then just keep quiet. You know, yep. just, just a bad look. So Cole, Cole Beasley just, just, just eviscerated you guys. So yeah, I mean, I never go as far as to say, you know, I'm happy the Cowboys won, but I would never expect you. That would, no. that, would, that, would that would make this a fake show. That would be insanity. I would never do that. <laughs> all right, folks. Um, before we review all the games, check us out on Twitter. I'm at Hoppin 37 He is at Tim underscore Heaney. You can also check us at RotoWire and get some player updates at RotoWire NFL. And you can find us on Facebook. All right. First of all, Bucks Falcons. Jameis Week lived up to the hype. That was good. Despite the turnovers, but yes. Fantasy-wise, it definitely did. Oh, totally. And that last play, holy moly. <sighs> that, was, that was right there. If, if that throw <laughs> was accurate, he's in the end zone. Well, Deshaun Jackson is a boomer bust guy. We keep saying that. And <laughs> right, even on lateral he, plays. He happened to bust on a pass thrown two yards by, you know, in front of him. So. Yep. <laughs> um, I mean, most fun of, game, though. Fun game. It was a fun game. Folks, remember, we are doing this at 9.30 right now, Eastern, on Monday morning. We are mostly box score and highlight reading. There's, you know, we're going through snap counts and things like that. Um, beyond, you're looking for deeper analysis beyond that. Wait till later in the week um, and check out our colleagues at Rotohar. Mario Puig is the biggest one, as we always say. He does the, you know, watches every snap of every game and all that. Um, Julio, I mean, Julio got his, except for the end zone. I, I would gather that if you own Julio, it's not like you're going to be disappointed in that game. He did no, pretty yeah. well. Well, he got, what, 14 targets? Uh, and yeah. he caught, what, 10 of them, so... Yeah, just, it's <laughs> you just didn't get the huge payoff that you've been, you know, that that at some point with Julio, you look yeah. and you say, I'm going to get that big payoff some week. He's going to get, you know, 160 and three touchdowns or something. And it's just yeah. not it hasn't come yet. It'll come. But he's not going to, you know, last year, what do you have five touchdowns last year? Uh, and, look, look, look up right now. And and, it, and the three. and the idea <laughs> and the idea was, hey, there's going to be touchdown regression. Yeah, well, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> I don't know about that. But um, regression to, to 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 one. I don't know. Right. <laughs> but you know, still still averaging sixteen point one yards per catch, ten point two yards per target. PPR, he'll make up for it in some ways, not fully, but you know you know the ceiling is there. It's just this offense limits the way they use him in the red zone and the way that he can catch it on his great skill. So I I still wanted to draft the skill, but I totally get why people are avoiding him. But uh, it's games like this, you know, it's a really course weak pass defense so that really helped uh help help matters and helped to make up for that but still an elite talent just coaching staff still holding him back all right um the other receivers there uh sanu got a touchdown uh he hurt his hip but it doesn't sound too bad same goes for calvin ridley's ankle he's walking after the game he's going to get an mri today but doesn't sound too uh, alarming there um the other one tevin coleman that guy he's just it's so disappointing uh, he luck, lucky he got that swing pass touchdown, but yeah, yeah. he he saved you a little bit. Um, Austin Hooper, solid day. Uh, yeah, he's mm-hmm. he's had a couple. I mean, he basically works his way into the top. He's a top fifteen tight end, right? 
Well, he has a pulse, so yeah. So uh, he's top fifteen, definitely. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, I, I, it's it's funny because that's like the, another Julio Jones uh, impact right there. Is that Hooper's actually getting more involved? He's had twenty two targets in the last two weeks, Hooper. Yep, and, and sixteen catches. So um, eighteen the, catches. The rest of the Buck side, OJ Howard coming back quickly kind of cut into the Cameron Brait thing. I think. I mean, Brait did get the touchdown, but it's the only catch he had. It's the only target he had. Right. Um. I mean, O.J. Howard, what is that, two weeks after knee surgery? Yeah, it was, uh, well, it was the low end of the timetable, I believe. Right. So. And 460, it, it, right. Four for 62-1. and one. I mean, that's, that's not too shabby. Uh, he's, he's, he's a, he's, he's a top-shelf real-life tight end, if not a fantasy one. So. Yeah. And, um, and I guess the, you know, the, the coach wasn't kidding last week because last week I was kind of wondering, I, thinking I didn't know what to do about the running backs. And, mm-hmm. and the coach actually said – you know, Barber's still our starter, and he, he was legit. I mean, Jones was active again, but but that work that Jones got in week four appears to be blowout-related completely. I guess I, I wasn't sure that that was going to be the case going in yesterday, but it sure looks that way. Yeah, well, I mean, Barber is the, you know, the between-the-tackles profile. You know, even, even though Ronald Jones does have that slasher ability to him, the receiving leave question, that kind of leaves him out of, uh, out of reliability with that role. But, you know, of course, you got to – you got to realize this is against the Falcons defense, and we've been picking on the Falcons defense all season since all those injuries have been happening. So, let, it, the, I mean, the, the distribution is probably real for now, or and it will depend on game flow. But the Falcons are just, you know, they're going to be one of the biggest, easiest uh, pushovers for running backs uh, so far this year. Yeah, I mean, Bar- Barber's had two good games out of five. Mm-hmm. I mean, two solid games, not good games, but but respectable. If he if he was going to get, you know, I mean, game week one, for instance, nineteen for sixty nine. Where you drafted him, you'd take that. Absolutely. And, yeah. But you've only gotten that twice. So we'll, we'll see how things progress. Flex, yeah. Yeah, they've got the Browns at home coming up this week. Um, mm-hmm. Steelers, Bengals, uh, the Antonio Brown catch at the end. That was pretty interesting. Oh, man. Uh, yeah. Look <laughs> like a little help, but. <laughs> yeah. Um, otherwise, here, let me get that box score open. Sorry. Um, right. There we go. Little technical, technical difficulties Monday. Technical difficulties. Yeah, yeah um, James Conner. I mean, you know, Roethlisberger said, "Hey, he needs to get. He <laughs> needs to be part of the package when Le'Veon gets back." I mean, Le'Veon's better than him, but this guy's pretty good. And and if, uh, and if you're yeah. the Steelers, hey, see, here's here's the interesting thing for me. Le'Veon Bell is not going to be on the Steelers next year, right? We we yeah. agreed on that. Mm-hmm. If you're the Steelers. Mm-hmm. Do you want to? I mean, obviously, they're, they're the type of team that's in a position where you do what you have to to win, for sure, that you're not building. But with Connor, like, part of me thinks, well, he's part of your team and you want to keep him involved. And the other part of me also thinks, do you want to save your bullets on him? You know what Con- I mean? Yeah, Connor. Uh, well, yeah, for the long term picture, absolutely. Yeah. That don't, yeah. you know, don't, I don't want to say you'd put him in bubble wrap because, again, you're a playoff team and he's a good player. But, yeah. you know, He's if he's part of your future, like hey, maybe maybe a few less touches and getting banged up a little less might be a good thing. Uh yeah, I mean he's been very efficient so far the last couple of weeks, so that's kind of helped him a little bit. But yeah, a split a split between Bell and Connor would be pretty epic. I don't think this. I think Connor, like you said, has played his way into at least a complimentary role here. Right. If they if they actually keep both of them. I had someone ask me yesterday. Would he said would would you trade? Devonte Freeman for James Conner because I he said I have Bell mm-hmm. and I think the Co- Tevin Coleman owner has Conner so it would be 
trading Freeman to give the person a Freeman Coleman and getting Connor to have Bell Connor. I would do that. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I almost I look at Devontae Freeman and I go, oh, but the, the word that comes in, phrase that comes in my head is lost season. Yeah, flex, basically. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, the poor guy. I feel bad for and, him. And if the Steelers trade Bell, Connor's money. So Right. Yeah. So, yeah, I'd do that too. Um, yeah. All right. So Connor's really good. Um, that Juju catch, that was interesting. That was I, very borderline. I, I, yeah. I, it, was a tough, it was a tough call. I don't know if I would have been able to make the correct one on the spot either. So. I know. That was really tough. Because the first yeah. I looked at it, that he, yeah, someone caught it. Mm. <laughs> it well, wasn't the, him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I guess, yeah. I don't know. It worked out. Um, Tyler Boyd, another good day. That, yeah. that guy is just, he's, he's legit. If you drafted him later, picked him up, congratulations. You've got a guy who you can start pretty much every week. Uh, CJ Uzoma, pretty good. Right? Yeah, with Croft so. out, that worked. That The logic made sense there. With Croft out, that he was going to be more involved and catch some passes, and he did it all. I mean, as long as you had him in PPR anyway. Otherwise, you know, whatever. I mean, he's probably right. like half the other tight ends. Yeah, I saw Davis Maddock, another Rotowire uh, writer, have a joke about, uh, you know, they, they, they were doing like dot during a DFS graphic, like CJ Uzoma, 100% ownership, <laughs> just because <laughs> the price. Right. Uh, yeah, basically turned out to be that way. And yeah, he paid off pretty well. I don't know if it was three times, but yeah. He probably, well, he had to be in the 3,000, low yeah. threes, right? I had him in one yeah. tournament. Very low, yeah. Um, but we'll talk about my DFS woes yeah. later. Um, oh, well, I, yeah, me too. Dalton, <laughs> Dalton was just kind of okay. I mean, the, the results were okay. You know, 229 and two. I mean, it was, a, it was a dink dunk day for Dalton. Yeah, I mean, I think we're kind of seeing not like a, correction because he's still going to be a solid top 15-ish type of quarterback a lot of weeks but you know uh, the, the, the matchup of the Steelers here a little tighter than, than you would expect from the other ones because he's had he's had some good games against some um, you know Atlanta he beat up on Carolina he had okay Baltimore though the four touchdowns that kind of speaks to his skill a little bit more I, I do think that this is a, a better Dalton than we know because of the experience in Bill Lazor's offense for that you know the first full season so what he's what he did carrying over last year is making some nice gains and uh, yeah the turnovers are starting to creep back in, but still like what I'm seeing for the most part. All right. So last week, one more on this game. Last yeah. week, Vance McDonald had two targets. Yeah. This week, he goes seven for 68 on eight. Is he firmly a low and tight end one or not? Is he an every week start or not? He's borderline, uh, depending on, on on the matchup there. I think the Bengals are – I believe the Bengals are a bit of decent, uh, you know, punching back for tight ends as well. I'm going to look that up right now, but – I mean, Vance McDonald, he's impressive when you just watch him play. I mean, you know, you yep. can say eye test, but there's an eye test factor that he does bring to the whole the whole picture here. You know, tall, good, mobile tight end. Yeah, yeah, the Bengals have actually are a top four uh, matchup, giving up PPR points to tight ends, I believe. So, what, yeah, it's, what are the Browns? I'm looking. Hang on. That's a good question. Uh, the Browns, uh, low, mid, low, like bottom ten. Yeah, because before the season, we thought they yeah. were going to be a sieve to tight ends, and they haven't quite been. No, but I, well, they, you know, looking game yeah. by, I'd have to look game by game at why. But uh, yeah, so, so the Steelers have a bye, and then they have the Browns. So that's why we were asking that. All right, Chargers-Browns. Um, speaking of Browns. Yeah, I finally <laughs> bailed on my Browns yesterday and picked the Chargers. It was one of the few things I got right. Um, yeah. Melvin Gordon looks, I, I think, coming into the season – there was kind of a thought, and I know I had the thought, that Melvin Gordon, not that he was a plotter, but that he wasn't, let's say, when, when you look at the elite backs, he was more elite because of volume than ability. Right. Okay? You talked about eye tests. Man, he looks good. 
He looks he looks quick. He just I just, I watch him and I go, that's not quite that's that guy's better than I thought he was. Yeah, I think the Chargers offense uh, offensive line looks a little bit better. So I think that's helping things. It's helping open up more holes. But after contact, Gordon does look um, pretty swift. And I think Derek Watt is kind of coming into his own as a blocker a bit more. You know, those Watts, I guess, are pretty intense players. Uh, so And some some of the matchups have probably helped him, especially the Niners, when he kind of carved them up a little bit. But, yeah, I, I think this is another gear of Melvin Gordon that we're seeing. And um, I think Virgil Green being with this team is also helping with the blocking because he's a pretty good blocker. Right. So, Melvin I mean, Gordon, by the way, on pace for 80 catches. He is also, let's see, yards from scrimmage, one four, that's 145. So 745 in six games. That's pretty strong. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he is, uh, if you drafted him, you are, you are very happy right now, especially with the, does he have nine touchdowns? Is that right? Yeah. 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 Wow. That's pretty strong, Melvin Gordon. All right. Quiet, quiet nine touchdowns. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so Keenan Allen, Keenan Allen, four rushes. I didn't watch this one. Um, Tyrell Williams is so funny. A guy like that, you look and you go, all right, I'm never going to start that guy. I mean, in DFS, you might play him, which I think I did last week. Great. Um, but, you know, two, two nice, sizable touchdowns, and you're like, yeah, that, okay. I'm still not going to go chase him on the waiver wire. Um, yeah, just, you know, it is what it is. It happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, great receiver to have on your team if you're, if you're Rivers. I mean, that's a, that's a hell of a number three. Um, yeah. I mean, he's good. But, he's a nice player. I like him. Yeah. I I. I, I I was one of the ones that kind of strongly bought into him in past years, and now, of course, with Mike Williams there, that's that's no no real security there week to week. But yeah, just you know, nice to see him break out with these big plays because that's what he can do if you use him right. So, right. Yeah. Um, the other one, one of those was triple coverage, right? Yep. Well, that was you know that 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 padded the stat total to a little bit of an unbelievable level. But yeah, nice effort though. Yeah. Sure. Um, as no, far as the no, brown, yeah, no no, no, Den- no Denzel Ward in that group, I think. So no, I think yeah, you're probably why, right. That's why they kind of avoided him a little bit more. Um, nothing to see on the Browns. I mean, there's just nothing on the Browns that we can look at. I mean, no. they were getting blown out. They threw a lot. I mean, jo- Joku had a nice, st- he, he got, you know, he padded the stats. Um, yeah. nothing much. I mean, I don't know. Do we, is there anything to talk about with the Browns? I don't think so. Uh, not really. Uh, the, the run, running game was kind of, I mean, I guess Duke got involved a bit more cause they were down by so much. Right. Yeah. It's just, just the way it's going to be every week with, with, uh, Hyde, him and Chubb. So. Tim's notes for this game, it says Mayfield Landry hard dot a uh, uh, high dot 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 fart noises. That's what it says. So there's nothing. Tim doesn't think there's anything to talk about here. Oh well. All right. Um the Nathan Peterman show in Houston. That was fun. <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> you just keep trotting him out there. And Josh Allen was not statistically great, but he looked at least efficient in some capacity. He did. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I like a couple of the runs I saw, but I don't know. Well, that's, we're going to like a lot of Josh Allen runs. That's going to be a thing week to week. Yeah, we're not. Healthy. We're not going to like him throwing the ball. We're really not. Probably not. He but he actually. You know. Do you know he had a lower? He had a higher yards per carry than he had yards per attempt passing. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. congrats, Josh Allen. Um, so Nathan Peterman comes in through pick. I mean, Josh Allen hurt his elbow. I don't think there's there's much doubt that he's going to be back playing when he's healthy. I mean, I know they signed Derek Anderson, so you might not see Peterson, Peterman again. But yeah. um, Josh Allen's, I mean, they're going to sink or swim with Josh Allen, and they're probably going to sink. Um, LaShawn McCoy, this didn't look like a great spot, but I, mean, I don't know. It's not, it wasn't a terrible day. It was, you, were, you, you got what you hoped for with, with, uh, with the workload and competent yeah. yardage. So. If, you were, if you were looking for more than this, you were being greedy. Yeah, exactly. So, well, um, 4.6 a carry, though, so that's, that, that, that's encouraging. 
I mean, otherwise, Buffalo Zay Jones is is becoming more prominent, but I mean, I don't. You don't really the the idea of starting a Bills receiver seems ridiculous. So nothing we need to worry about there. Deshaun Perhaps. Watson didn't run much with his injury, which is probably not surprising. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, did he have a bad tip interception? I remember that right. Yes, yeah. one, one of them was a tip. Yeah. Yep. Hopkins so. had a great touchdown catch. Just great. That that's a you know you, you you can't worry about matchups with him. Tre'Davious White, great cornerback, but Hopkins just muscled him off that ball. It was great. Right. <laughs> um, was yeah, fun. I mean this is a weird game, man. The, the Titans, the Texans got lucky. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, other, otherwise, I didn't see this tackle. By the way, oh, but this one highlight I didn't see. So funny. Um, Ivory kind of broke off on a run, I guess, and Jadavius Clowney just took him by a dreadlock and tackled him. <laughs> nice. Hair counts. It's in play. It's like the uniform. Um, the other thing I want to ask about this game. So uh, probably three weeks ago, we were talking about Will Fuller. Yeah. And saying, you know, hey, he's finally, you know, graduated into the top 20 wide receiver convers- conversation. And mm-hmm. now, you know, once you say that, I don't think we overreacted to that one. I don't think we, you know, kind of chased one good game. Yeah. But he's not since since then. He's had 11 targets in three games, and I know he's been hurt some. I mean, the Colts game, he was hurt a lot. He, he missed a lot of it. Yeah. At least he scored that game. That helped things. But, yeah. Yeah. Next week, they have the Jags. Yeah. I mean, this is just, you know, I don't know. What, what do you do with that well, guy? Well, I think it's just because look, look who they face. They face Dallas. They face Buffalo. That's two teams that uh, say what you will about, you know, Watson beating Dallas and, and Buffalo. But those are two teams that are going to control the line of scrimmage uh, right. with a defensive line. And that doesn't give Fuller a lot of time to get downfield. I think that it really matters with pass rush how you look at Fuller each week because the Jaguars are coming next, or they're going to the Jacksonville Jaguars next. So depending on how really you think this past week has been, that could be a mixed bag. That's going to be an angry Jaguars team. I think so. Yeah. I think Watson's going to get sacked at least six times. (laughs) (laughs) It could be ugly. All right, let's go to uh, Bears-Dolphins. Come on, Bears. Come on. That that was lame. That's That's terrible. I mean, you know, you hear in the morning, hey, guys, Brock Osweiler's starting. <laughs> Woo! Yay! Dial up the Bears D on DFS oh, for one. But... Golly, that stunk. Mm-hmm. Um, did you see this? I didn't see the snap count between Gore and Drake. Uh, hang on. Uh, I'm going to find it up right now. Uh, Drake. Wow. How about that? Drake, 62% yep. of the snaps. There we go. That's what we wanted. Okay. Yeah, Gore, Gore 38, but Gore looked pretty darn good. Yeah, snaps, I mean, so. it's not, yeah, he went 15 for 101. It's not like they're going to yep. say, oh, step, step aside, <laughs> Frank. We're not going to do that. And, and especially when Drake fumbled at the goal line. Yeah, that uh, was bad, wasn't it? Yeah. All right. Um, I'm going to look for – what do they got next week? They have the Lions coming in. Ooh, that's oh, nice man. One. Yeah. Well, there's a, another – they're going to jack up Kenyon Drake's uh, – you know, people might be jumping all over him in DFS now, but, you know uh, – Usage is going to be still weird because Frank yep. Gore still looks ageless. Right. So, um, so the Dolphins get they get the dumbest fantasy touchdowns. Yep. <laughs> I mean, Jakeem Grant was doing it for a while, uh-huh. and now Albert Wilson gets. I mean, yesterday you look at the Dolphins, and yeah. the Dolphins, you know, rack up the points, and it's Albert Wilson and Nick O'Leary. I mean, I, I, what, what am I gonna, that's another. What am I going to do with that? You look at that, and you're like, what a waste of time that was. You can't play Albert Wilson every week. I like him as a receiver in real life. I think because he he's kind of virtually knows all the all the the spots there, and I think Adam Gase loves him for that. 
Uh, but yeah, af- all after the catch chunks on like screens. That, what that, terrible that, defense that was! Yeah, you would think the Bears would be on that, but mm, yeah. Well, it, 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 but it, but it pads Brock Osweiler's stats. It makes him look better than he was. Uh, Got to be careful with that, everybody. <laughs> yeah. So what, um, are we gonna, what are we going to do next week? What if Tannehill's healthy? What's he going to do? Uh, I think Osweiler might start. They might. They might just let Tannehill rest for a while. If, the inju- if there's actually questions around the injury, right? I don't see how they rush him back. All right. And and, uh, and of course, Adam Gase might favor Osweiler because of Denver time. Right. I believe they were together. So yeah. I think you're right. Um. All right. So all right, you have something in your notes that I have a question about. And sure. It's very important. Yeah. You have a note that says Trey Burton option shuffle pass TD. <laughs> shuffle? Oh, that's a that's a typo. You use shuffle? <laughs> I was going to say, are you a shuffle person or a shovel person? Uh, no, I was that was a, that was a typo. All right, just making sure. <laughs> no, it's shovel like shovel. Yes. Yeah. It's, yes. All right. I, I don't know because that was some, that was a Sunday night note taking. No coffee. Some so. people call it shuffle pass, so I just want to no, make it's, sure it's, it's shovel. It's shovel. Want to make sure you weren't one of those people. So, <laughs> all right. This, well, you know what? It is the Bears, so maybe it would be shuffle with them. <laughs> That's a good one. I like that. That's quick thinking right there. All right. Um, Taylor Gabriel, yeah. second hundred yard game in a row. Are you are you in yet? I mean, there's only five targets, so it's not huge volume, but you know. Yeah. I mean, Matt. Yeah, Matt Nagy. There's some Tyreek Hilly and stuff going on here. <laughs> yeah, that, that the gadget. Give him a type of player, and, and they're finally realizing how to use him. Right, Falcons would only spare him to use him. So the Bears, I mean, the Bears gonna be throwing so much now. I think uh, Gabriel still might be a flex guy most weeks. Mm-hmm. So, all right. So uh, Tara Cohen, good yeah. game. Only five carries, but he gets a touchdown rushing five for thirty-one and a touchdown seven for ninety through the air. But now we've got two games in a row where he's on double-digit touches. He got twelve this week. He got twenty last time. So that whole thing, remember in the offseason, it was, you know, he's a, what, you know, he's a chess piece. He's a movable part. We're going to put him all over the formations, all that stuff. They're finding ways to keep him busy. They're finding ways to use him. I mean, mm-hmm. he, he's a, he is a, he's a startable commodity for me mm-hmm. in PPR leagues anyway. Right. Like I, oh, I, look, I own him in PPR. I'm going, I'm pretty sure I'm playing him next week. Not maybe, let me see how it is. It's like, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure I'm in. Yeah. So it's like, you know, they got rid of the probable designation for injuries, but now that's probable designation for lineups. Right. Street Cohen. And Jordan yep. Howard averaged 4.9 yards a carry, too. It's just game flow, and then his fumble lost as well yep. at, near the goal line. So it's another crucial mistake in this one. Um, Allen Robinson owners, I guess you're satisfied but not happy. Five for 64 and one on six targets. He's not the, he is not becoming this alpha receiver that you hoped mm-hmm. there. That they basically, they put him with Trubisky, and they signed him for all that money. And you went, yeah, he's, he's the guy. And he's kind of no. not. So it's, a, no. it's a diverse offense that they're moving the ball. And he, like, he's not, he had one game where he had big volume. Other than that, it's just kind of like, yeah, it's fine. You know, I, I don't want to rank him as a top 20. You, know, you, you have the temptation no. every week to rank him as a top 20 receiver. I don't, I don't think I want to do that anymore. I still think he's a really good number three for yeah. fantasy. I mean, it's fine. It's just not what you thought. Way. Yeah, right. I, this is a this is a take what Trubisky gets offense, and that's why I think I love Trubisky moving forward even more. So, speaking <laughs> of him, uh, the rushing is so strong with him. Uh huh. Uh-huh. It is just great. Um, I'm gonna pull him up 
week to week because yesterday, no, he ran for 47. Last week, he was 53. So his, his rushing output so far, 32, 24, 8, 53, 47. So that's, that's really solid. That's well, like, you know, that, that's, yeah. remember, this is why running like that is why Bortles, as terrible as he was at many points over the last few years, was, I think, the third fan, number three, number eight, and number 13 fantasy quarterback over the last three years just because he ran. He just lucked it. He tripped into it, basically. Yep. And, um, and that's what this guy might do, even if he's not a good passer, which, you know, he, he might be. I, I think he's a better passer than Bortles already. Uh, 13.6 YPA in week four before the bye, 10.2 coming out of it. Yep. That's some significant progress right there. Yeah, he, I think he's fine. I mean, I think he's in a good, you know, the coaching situation is good for him. Yep. So and the offense is good for him. It's going gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna to help him anyway. He's not yeah. going to be on some team that, you know, says hand the ball off and, you know, throw when you have to. Right. It's not John Fox. Um, although... Uh, in overtime, they kind of played like John Fox last night would have, right. <laughs> which was infuriated me. But you know. All right, folks, fantasy draft, we put players first, super flexible lineups. You know, for NFL, there's no kicker, thank goodness. And you can draft four running backs if you want. In the NBA, the lineups are even more flexible. NBA starts this week, by the way. Uh, you want five guards and two centers? No problem. Uh, fantasy draft has $100,000 running gun weekly feature GPP with a $25 buy-in. They've got a $500,000 fantasy draft championship with 100000 to first place and weekly qualifiers happening right now. That's with a week 16 final. There's, a, there's rake-free head-to-head for contests under 200 or half the rake uh, for, for everybody else. That means if you and a friend both enter a $100 head-to-head, the winner gets $200. Fantasy draft takes no fees, no rake. If you dep- sign up now with referral code ROTOWIRE with your initial deposit, you'll get a free $4 GPP ticket. That's a pretty good deal. So go to Fantasy Draft, use referrer code ROTOWIRE. Uh, when you make your deposit, you will get a free $4 GPP ticket. Play week seven, um, and you can get moving. So that's a pretty good deal. Fantasy Draft, we put players first. All right, Cardinals-Vikings. Man, the Cardinals covering. That stunk. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you had 10.5 on yours as well, right? I did. So, that's yeah. a, that was just a big bummer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so Kirk Cousins can dance. We learned that yesterday. Did you see that? Everyone's doing that damn Fortnite dance, I think. I know. It's Fortnite. It's like, it's like the dead arms, the jelly arms, whatever the hell it is. I yeah, don't know. Fortnite. Orange Justice. What was that? Orange Justice is the Fortnite dance. Oh, uh, well. Yeah. You, you know more about Fortnite than I do. I, you, have, you have kids, right? I have an 11. Well, actually, yeah. my, my son, my, happy birthday, Luke. My son's 11 today. Happy birthday, Luke. Yeah. Luke is uh, Luke's cake. We usually get the birthday cakes from a local Carvel. We have Carvel in North Carolina, Tim. Believe it or not. Wow. I know. Yeah. Right? When I moved here, I was surprised. I didn't think I'd ever see Carvel again. Golf um, clap. Yeah. We got the – and you can print out the photos <laughs> on the ice cream cakes, and he's got an Orange Justice Fortnite cake nice. coming today. So, yes. There you go. So I do know All that. Right. I cannot play Fortnite to save my life. I've never played it. Yeah. So It's fun to watch. I, I scan, I'm video game challenged very much. Yeah. So, I mean, I can, I was, you know yeah. – I, I was good at Sega Genesis hockey in the 90s, and that's pretty much mm-hmm. it. Yep. Well, Madden, wrestling, you know, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, Mortal, Mortal Kombat, I guess I'll put it in there too, but yeah. All right. Um, mm-hmm. So the Cardinals, again, David Johnson, again, you're like, okay, I guess. Fine, sort of, maybe. Not number two, three pick. No. I mean, that's just, you know, and, and it's just not getting better. I mean, the volume's there. They're going to feed him, but mm-hmm. I mean, I know they played a good team yesterday, but oof. <laughs> yeah, the Vikings haven't been anything special. It's just this this offensive personnel is just ugh, gross. The offensive line is not going to help him at all. He has to do 
they have to get him more, like you said, more out on um, you know passing routes and stuff. And and he he's a uh, another one that you need fifteen to twenty touches to at least be shrug your shoulders and be okay with it. Right. Um, Ricky Seals Jones finally after I gave up on him finally had a good game. Thank you for that. <laughs> of course, I was I was waiting weeks for that and stubbornly, and I finally went. All right, fine, I can take the L and five for sixty nine for Ricky Seals Jones. Uh, Christian Kirk, uh, I that he, he's going to have some decent weeks. He's a guy who actually benched him in fishbowl, which I had five or six receivers going, which if that tells you anything. Um, and he's going to have some weeks, but you're not. Re- I, I'm not ready to trust him yet to catch. Five for sixty every week for PPR owners. You know what I mean? Well, are you? Well, no. I I, th- I think he's the best shot more than Fitzgerald now, which is kind of sad to say after all this time. But you know, Denver, San Francisco, the next two weeks before the bye, you know, might not be the worst times to use him. Right. All right. Um, Latavius Murray was so the Dalvin Cook thing. Mm-hmm. I, this is a lesson, folks. Pay attention to your inactives at eleven thirty a.m. Eastern on Sunday. Yeah, I was kind of screaming on social media after I had said, oh, watch for Delvin Cook, and then kept cooking active. Go with Murray. Right. <laughs> it was, it was, well, he's going to play half the snaps. So you can roll with him depending on this case, and you spend, you know, 15, 20 minutes discussing that, and then they go, yeah, you know what? We're not going to play him. Mm-hmm. So, and, and, but this was such a sweet spot for Latavius once he mm-hmm. came in. The thing is, you can't – I know I have fallen into traps before. We all have, where you look at the matchup more than the player sometimes. Mm-hmm. But I, I think I've joked with you that, I, you know, you put a guy in because the spot seems perfect. And after you game, you go, you go, oh, right. The player's not good. I forgot that part. <laughs> right. Latavius well, is okay. And, I think he's better than okay. But Okay. I mean, I, yeah. th- I think what, what I, when I tinkered with my rankings yesterday, mm-hmm. after Cook was out, I went, I mean, Latavius, he's top 15. And you can't, you, you can't overthink that. No, because no. he was going to be a workhorse in a game where they were favored by double digits. Absolutely. So, so it is, you know, yeah. it is what it is. That's the spot you play him. I mean, you bench, you know, you you, you bench Lashawn McCoy for him. Uh, you you bench, um, you know, I'm, I'm trying to think of guys off the top of my head here. You, I mean, you bench, you know, uh, Jordan Howard, Kenyon Drake, or Jordan Howard, yeah. or Marshawn Lynch. You know, when right. you, when you see a Latavius Murray in a spot like that at the last minute, you if you have him, you just roll. So. Yeah, well, one well, of those guys just just kind of keep if you own him, you, you keep him on that retainer. To, to flip it in there. And, right. Yeah, that's, uh, he, why, you know, that's why you have it. Yep. Uh, did this a couple times last year mm-hmm. with Cook out, so I don't see why he couldn't do it now. And the Cardinals' defensive personnel is not terrible. It's just that their offense is so weak that it keeps them on the field too long, and they eventually get run down. And that's that helped Murray a lot last uh, yesterday. So. Right. Um, Adam Thielen is just insane. <laughs> it's so crisp. Oh, Everything the, about him is just effortless. The diving catch on the sideline yep. was Crazy. I mean, I think Diggs is so good. Yeah, you know? Yep. But Thielen's just, I, mean, I don't know. Well, Diggs does the real. I can't even say he does more highlight stuff because, you know, Diggs is great with contested catches. That's like his thing. Yeah. But Thielen just does everything else so perfectly. I mean, they're pretty easily the best receiving tandem in the league. Hands down. I mean, better. I mean, better, I mean I, I Antonio and Juju are terrific, but these guys are better. I, I, yeah, I think. Well, these guys are more consistent, I think. Yeah. Which is saying a lot. <laughs> um. All right, Jets Colts. Nice shootout there. Nice fantasy game. That was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, Chester That's Rogers. Unexpected names. Yeah. <laughs> that that guy is money right now. Last two weeks with Hilton out. Two weeks before this one, he had eleven targets each in each game and eight catches. 
yesterday, 10 oh. targets. I mean, he only caught four, but he got the touchdown this time. I mean, if, if T.Y. Hilton is out again, you are playing Chester Rogers. That's that. Yeah, we definitely worked on the Ryan Green has the experience notion of this whole thing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I, he, he does seem like that the, the target hog is going to get open for Luck, who kind of does miss that, missing that, you know, um, uh, Jack Doyle aspect of the game. Right. Uh, so Chester Rogers kind of fills that role a little bit as well, kind of uh, having that possession style. They are home for Buffalo this coming week, by the way. And if T.Y. Hilton's active, they'll probably draw Jadavius White. So. There you go. But then if he's active, that changes everything. If he's inactive. Yeah. Well, if he's inactive, that might be worse for Rodgers because I think Rodgers works better with the space like that. Yeah, but I mean, I, then, then I think what they do, it's, you're probably not in a follow type of situation. Right. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So, of course. Um, so the Jets, uh, Anunwa got hurt. I don't know what the status is on him. Because it's still, funny. still still to go testing, I think it, nothing we've heard right now. I think okay, so. um, his ankle was hurt. Yeah, we're not uh, and, and uh, Ritzmini of according to the Rotowire, uh, the blurb on the Rotowire site says Ritzmini hints that Anuma's injury could be significant, um, which would be bad. Darnold seems to like him, but it was funny when I, I mean, I, I I watched a few highlights of that game yesterday. That was one of the ones I didn't see much, and I looked at the the stats later. I'm like, curse prior, what? What's going on, Chris Herndon? <laughs> I mean, Chris well, Herndon, I, that's a nice one because you were waiting. I mean, at some point, if some tight end emerges, I, only, I know they only threw him two passes, but you go, hey, great. I mean, you can't read too much into that one. Yeah. Uh, but but Herndon's a good talent for Darnold to be good. Yeah. I mean, they drafted him, what, third or nice fourth piece. round, something like that? Nice piece, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so we'll see what happens with – What? I mean, Curse yeah. was actually good last year. He, he, he was a nice, you know, volume kind of guy that he wasn't going to – you know, kill it for you, but you could kind of count on him to catch five passes a game. So if Anum was out, you might, Curse could be sort of a bi week PPR safe floor type of guy. I still kind of like Pryor more. I, I think the upside's there for him. I agree that the upside's actually there healthy. More. Yeah. Um, Ebron had another nice game. I mean, not huge, but he got the touchdown, 71 yards receiving. Um, Marlon Mack was finally active and ran somewhat well. He only caught one pass. But uh, 12 for 89. That, that's not his that. role, so, yeah. Did you see Hines drop the ball? Yeah. Holy, man. That was terrible. I think, I think he's going, you know, drawing back a little bit of the momentum, so. Um, yeah, I agree with you. I have a note. Who is Marcus Johnson? <laughs> not, not the former UCLA Milwaukee Bucks basketball player. No. Uh, nothing, right? Just, uh, just, just, just. Oh, well, second year he was on. He was, that's right. He was like a Philly depth guy last year, and then, all right, uh, just, just kind of broken. You know, I guess, I guess they wanted to give someone else targets with this group. So I mean, no last week chase, he, had, but, he was on the field for thirty-five snaps last week. Yeah, maybe he's a good blocker. I mean, no one's picking him up. <laughs> yeah, we're not doing anything no. silly like that. No. Um, well, see, what's Jack Doyle's status going to be for next week? Yeah, I have no idea what Jack Doyle's status is. That would affect everything. Yep. Um, next game: Seahawks Raiders. Uh, I want to check the Amari Cooper situation here, see if we have any latest news. Um, yeah, helmet to helmet could be a concussion. We're going to have to wait and see. Those are They are what they are. Um, the Raiders are so bad. They're so, yeah. so, so, so bad. That Derek Carr stat I have to pull up was was ridiculous. I think Derek... What, what the air yards were 0.1 yes. per Point something? 0.1. Yeah. Yeah, really I'll, bad. I'll look up the exact stat. One second, talk while I look it up. All right, yeah, John Gruden. That's that's just that's just a big mess happening there. Now they're talking about trading people. They they're benching. I mean, you know, 
every everyone that was everyone that was drafted before he got there is expendable. Is pretty <laughs> well, much the way the Raiders are operating right now. It's the Browns thing without a real plan. Yes, exactly. <laughs> That's um, John Gruden. Ugh. I mean, Jalen Richard. Every time they get blown out, Jalen Richard catches six or seven passes. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it might happen more. <laughs> the the Seahawks rushing attack. I, I just I, I my head hurts looking at it. Uh, with Penny and Carson and Mike Davis, three headed monsters. I don't I don't deal with that. That's just a David Moore caught a touchdown. I mean, again, the guy only three targets, but he caught a touchdown well, pass. He might be their de facto tight end now. You know, the the, the Nick Vanette uh, truthers might be having to yeah, what are, off ship. Are they down three so, tight ends now to injury? I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Lockett is just – he's a guy I don't want to play. And I don't know where he stands fantasy-wise for the season. I bet he, he's got to be a top 30 receiver with the touchdowns he has. But, top 30, yeah. Yeah, but, but I don't want to play that guy. I, 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 his, it, it's a lucky touchdown, or whether it's a close one or a wide open yeah. like last week. So double coverage just happens to float over everybody. Yeah, I'm out but, on that. Russell right. Wilson, you know, making it happen again. It's nice to see. Yeah, what do you? I know it's Oakland, but he only threw 23 <laughs> passes, but it worked. So, all right, yeah, all right. The Derek, the 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 DVR retweet of uh, Matt Harmon, actually great source of the next gen stuff. Yeah, uh, Derek Carr averaged 0.1 air yards on his completed passes today. So bad. Great. So, so bad. <laughs> um, Redskins Panthers. I watched this one, as you can guess. Um, the Panthers just gave this away with turnovers. I, I am taking the L on Adrian Peterson. Even if he gets hurt next week, like if he blows out his knee, I was wrong. Still better. He's better than I thought. And I mean, he's now got three strong games out of five, right? Yep. So um, and he, is- he looks pretty good. Another uh, another positive game flow in a lot of ways for Washington, yep. too, because they got up, up early, and then Peterson was just able to kind of churn it out. And Washington's not a bad offensive line. We keep kind of forgetting that. Right, that's true. So they're not bad. Um, Maybe great in some ways. A couple of guys were out. Crowder was out. Chris Thompson was out. You kind of yep. hoped that Capri Bibbs might step into the Thompson role, and you were, you were know maybe you threw a DFS flyer at him. That didn't work. Um, uh, raise, it's, raise, it's not like the guy's raise, ever been raising my hands. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I mean, he's never, if, it's funny. You look at the college stats. He didn't catch the ball. No. So, I mean, if you thought he was going to step into the Thompson role, it was like, yeah, no, that's not really. I mean, he might get some carries, but he's not going to go out and start catching a bunch of passes on third down when Peterson well, like, comes off the field. Again, it was a Peterson game. Yep. So it just, it just broke the wrong way from what you would want in um, Greg Olson is involved. So, you know, if you are ready to want to roll with him, you can. Christian McCaffrey had a disappointing day, everybody. Who wants him? That wasn't good. Um, yeah, well, Washington's front again, you know. Not not the worst uh, football. I think the back end is more of Washington's issue. Right. So uh, the the Panthers' offense still spreading the ball around everywhere. There's a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, Fun just made that nice catch for the touchdown, but you so know, it's. Nice. I mean, they're getting DJ more involved. Olsen's there again. McCaffrey's catch. I mean, you know, you kind of don't know. It, it just makes Funches a scary start for me because he seemed to be. He was being drafted probably somewhere around thirty to thirty-five at wide receiver, which made him. If you're in a three, he's your third guy. I didn't, I didn't think that was a terrible price, though. I thought he'll have those touchdown type of games where he'll help you. Right. And, I, and, I don't, and if yeah. you look at his stats, I mean, he's on pace for kind of what you thought. He was before yesterday. I mean, I'd have to do him again. Before yesterday, he was on pace for, you know, 72 catches and 900 and something yards. And you, and, and you go, okay, great. Sign me up. And, and he's still on that pace. It's just a weird team because yeah. I mean, you're not going to get more than that generally from him right. because there's so many mouths to feed there. But it's solid. It's fine. You know? A repeat of last year would be fine. I mean, 
Right. And that's Would what he's on pace for. Yeah. So, yeah. It's, I mean, hard to complain. Uh, it couldn't take a step forward with DJ Moore being drafted. You know, it's it's hard to do that. So do you, do you think the, the Redskins defense, It that Saints game was probably, a, I mean, it was a weird environment and situation. The Saints are good, but well, yes, at fluky, home, right? At, Saints at home especially was, was not, you know, yeah. anything exciting. You know, but the, the Washington doesn't have a, they have good personnel. Uh, the back end is like, like I said, you got to attack the safeties and the coverage linebackers and, no, but Zach Brown's made a nice, uh, nice impact in the middle there. Mm-hmm. So it's it, it's a it's a good run defense. I'll say that usually, and that's why and that might be why Alvin Kamara kind of flopped uh, in that game with the Saints as well. So they've got the Cowboys coming in next week. They do. Yep. Um, Rams Broncos <laughs> moving to the late games. Should we have been? I mean, the weather. I didn't short people because of the weather. There. Well, it, it was it, it had cleared up by the, by the afternoon. I was kind of trying to tell people like to watch how it moved. It was snowing in the morning, but like you said, watch the weather. Right, and we got to worry about Cup because Cup got injured and came back. But we're not yeah. sure what's up there. I, I did not like that that, that he, he came, came back. back. But yeah. Ugh. Okay. I don't know. Uh, it seemed like I would have. You had to cart him off. I mean, I, I know. I know. Sometimes the initial that diagnosis might be. You know, maybe too conservative, and then he'll end up being okay. But I, wor- I worry about that. You know, I'm not a, you know, not a, not a medical professional, but just something about that context weirded me out. Right, that he came back. So okay, um, Brandon Cooks, you know, let you down. Todd Gurley is just what? How many touchdowns does he have? Fifty. <laughs> He's at least eleven. It's just unbelievable. Um, I think L- LT's record might be in the crosshairs right now. It really so. might. Yeah. What is that? What's that record? Is it twenty? Twenty-eight. Twenty-eight. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's got a, he's got a lot. I'm looking it up. Hang on. All right. Uh, touchdown record. It's many touchdowns, everybody. Many. Thirty-one touchdowns total. Twenty-eight rushing, three receiving. Uh, okay. And and Gurley is up to. Hold on. I'm gonna get Gurley up. I think it's twelve. Uh. Hang on. It's eleven. It's nine, eleven. Nine, nine rushing, two receiving. All right. So that's tight. it's a close one. Yeah. I mean, he's gonna have to keep up this pace, which seems incredible. It's yeah. It seems too good. Yeah. Uh, but the schedule might be favorable to do it. <laughs> uh, looking up here. Hang on. Uh, San Francisco, Green Bay. Yeah. Uh, San Francisco, Green Bay, New Orleans, Seattle, KC, and then the beautiful Week Twelve bye. Right, so you, you get them all before that. Which is why I love drafting Rams this year was that late buy. You don't have to worry about it for a while. And the Lions at week thirteen coming off the buy. Got it. <laughs> it's then, at Detroit, at Chicago, home for Philly, home yeah. for and at Arizona. And then San Francisco for the regular season, which unfortunately we don't count. But that would have been beautiful. Um, <laughs> Goff Goff was a bummer of a day for people who owned him. If you started him, I hope you didn't. Um, the the Broncos. You know the runner, the rushing attack is this is more of the same. Emmanuel Sanders is having a really nice year with Keenum, really mm-hmm. solid. So yeah, I think he's like the, the Stefan Diggs of the of his of his choosing here. The poor man, Stefan Diggs. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, we've got here Sanders is six games. He's got five hundred yards receiving, which probably he's got to be more than you expected. Yeah, so. uh, you know, there's not really Demarius Thomas. You would th- actually, I was surprised because I thought Keenum getting rid of the ball quickly would have helped Demarius Thomas more. Right. But, but Demarius Thomas is okay too, right? He's been fine. Yeah. But Sam Sanders has been the standout. Yes, agreed. Yeah. All right, folks. Um, 
If you're looking for more success in daily fantasy football, let me introduce you to Jockalytics. It's a new platform designed to help you manage your daily fantasy play. Jockalytics analyzes contests across leading fantasy sites, applying your individual playing and bankroll preferences to find the best contest for you. And with Jockalytics notifications, you can relax knowing that you'll be the first to know when new contests are available. Spend more time playing and less time searching. Join now and get free access to the entire Jockalytics product suite for October. That's Jockalytics, J-O-C-K-A-L-Y-T-I-C-S, Jockalytics. Jockalytics.com. Join now. Thanks, Jockalytics. Um, Jags Cowboys, we talked about this game a little bit already. Um, so they just, you, you watched this whole game. They just kind of dominated the line of scrimmage pretty much? Uh, yeah. Uh, well, defensively, Dallas certainly did. I think the, the the Jaguars might have just run too much zone defense. <laughs> I, I didn't see them really locking on a receiver, which I guess kind of helped Dallas in this part just kind of kind of roll with what they got. You know, the, the, the RPO worked well for Dak and it was kind of a loose flowing offense. They must have made some changes since uh, last week's debacle. So All right. Blake Bortles yeah. struggles. Um, when are they getting? When are they going to trade for Eli? <laughs> oh no! I mean, Tom Coughlin already signed Eric Flowers. Yeah, <laughs> that's ridiculous. Um, I, that, that's an offense I want to have at least a mobile quarterback in. So. The, the Jags should have. Uh, the Jags should have yeah. signed Kirk Cousins. They should have tried. Mm-hmm. They really should have. Um, they might, they might be wasting a window here. We'll see. Yeah. Um, Dak was strong. Do you, is, was Dak running? Did, did, when you saw that, did you think, Hey, they've tweaked this and this is more of what I'm going to see going forward? I, I, I think so. I think it, I mean, it might've been just some more of an adjustment to the Jaguars to kind of like not have them, uh, hone in on a certain running or passing. Cause they do, you know, they, you figured that the Jacksonville would just kind of keen on Zeke this whole time, but the Jaguars had been weak against the ground game uh, a little bit more than the pass game. The, you know, the, they're more of a pass-centered defense there. But yeah, it's I, I think it's just safe safe RPO calls and working off the play action. It, it kind of it, it was what the Cowboys should be doing with this present construction of their offense. All right, you know they, they don't have a number one receiver, so you gotta have to work with that. Um, you have to keep it within like you know those those quick slants, those sitting down in zone coverage type of things that Beasley did. So it worked. All right, um, Cole Beasley, strong day. Yep. I mean, don't expect that again. But nine for one on one and two on eleven targets. After that, no one. Hearns had five targets with nothing to show for it, and no one else got more than two. Um, the Jags, we didn't learn a lot about their receivers. Every week, we say, "What did we figure out about their both of these teams? Did we figure out anything about the receivers?" Nope. Nope. I mean, you know, we did figure out it's not Moncrief. If you have to pick one, and I'm I'm going to tweet DJ yeah. on that one because I know Moncrief. He, he was kind of partial to Moncrief among these guys. Not that there's a great choice among any of them. Yeah. Well, you know, Byron Jones, man. Byron Jones is good. Lockdown. That's all I'm going to say. Keelan Cole really didn't do much against him. Right. All right. Ravens, Titans. I I was surprised (laughs) Uh, at this. I really was. I thought the Titans would, would have a nice game at home there. I thought, I thought these were similar teams, similarly, similar in quality. And, Another one. Who's okay? Baltimore. Who is Gus Edwards? <laughs> um, some guy that Harbaugh signed, I think, over the weekend and threw him in. So. Yeah, he, he activated from the practice squad, right? Yeah, there you go. I mean, okay, don't count on that again. Um, Ten for forty-two from Gus Edwards. Um, and Buck, did, did Allen? Did something? Is Allen okay? I I was wondering that, uh, but Alice Collins, you know that that's it, it, we had the Alice Collins game. So we had the Alex Collins game. We got two touchdowns. That's right. All right. Oh, of course, of course. But sorry, you know, that, sorry, that, that's Alan game Rich. flow. That's game flow again. And and speaking of bad game flow, it's not just bad game flow. The Derrick Henry experience continues to disappoint. 
He's running right into the offensive line. Oh, it's <laughs> terrible. It's terrible. Um, Michael Crabtree had a nice game. He caught his touchdown early. So that was kind of cool. Nice effort on that touchdown, too. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, otherwise, in this game, nothing. I mean, the Titans were just, they're just, they just got their asses kicked. That's pretty much it. And it's a new offense that has not been working. I want. Do you think Mariota's just really, really impacted by by that by that arm injury? Do you think it's just? I think it's a combination of the offense and him. It's 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 a lot of things going wrong. I, but it hasn't. It's not horrendous every week. I mean, that game against the Eagles was weird because they had to come back and throw a lot. Right. But yeah, I don't know. Other otherwise, he's been terrible. He's been. I mean, production wise, he's been below. Other than that Eagles game, he has not thrown for more than 129 yards. Well, I mean, Mariota seems like he's a perfect RPO type of quarterback. Right. And I don't, I don't think that's really the offense they run with yeah. Matt, with, with LaFleur in there now. So maybe it's just been a really, really difficult adjustment period. Maybe that's something they can catch on to later in the year. But, uh, it, yeah, it's, you hate to trust even Corey Davis, who he had a couple of nice catches, but I don't think he was anything major overall with his stats, right? And, and, and he's, you know, it's too. funny. It's just like last year. He, the target volume's there for him. You know, I mean, this game, he got he had four, this he had four, one. this game overall, it's been there yesterday. It wasn't, you're right. That's a tough secondary though. Baltimore yeah, that's, agreed. Deep. that's a deep secondary. So I get why he would fall flat. Um, so Crabtree, you know, I, I felt like in the beginning of the year, cause we, we were, we were chatting about John Brown a lot. Yeah. Uh-huh. And now Crabtree, you look and you go, all right, if you look at the pace, he's pacing for 80 catches. And a little over a thousand yards and six touchdowns. Not six touchdowns. Uh, let's say five. Right. And you go. Oh, actually, no, he's not. Sorry, my bad. It's not a thousand yards. It is more like let's see. So it is fifty something per game. But let's say nine something and five touchdowns. It's okay. I mean, PP, you basically looked when you drafted Crabtree. You're like, all right, I drafted him as the thirty eighth receiver, and he's a decent PPR receiver. And you go, yeah, this mm-hmm. is you know, it's fine. I mean, he's got. Six catches the last two weeks. Four out of his six games, he's five or more. Not big yardage, but it's okay. Yeah, I mean, he had 14 yards last week, and he fell flat, and he only had three this one. I think maybe they were probably shading him deep at this right. point. But, yeah, maybe that's just kind of the transfer. Like, you know, we thought Joe Flacco would be this downfield guy, and then now that people are catching on to John Brown, it might just be, all right, I'm selling for Crabtree now yep. for the tight end. So. All right. Now the game of the day. Holy cow, that was awesome. What a way to cap Sunday, right? That – the Patriots-Chiefs game was just tremendous. At one point, you know, I really did think the Patriots were going to pull away a little bit. And, uh-huh. and Brady, that one play, Brady, I, I, I'm not going to beat up on Brady for making a dumb decision, but that play where he fumbled, where he held on to the ball for, I mean, he held on to the ball for seven or eight seconds. Yeah. And finally waited till he got hit. It was, I mean, it was all, I mean, it happens, I guess. Good, good, co- good coverage sack. Yes. You look, you look what happened. Well, it was weird because they ran like, they kind of had everyone spread out and up the middle with no one in there. So they're, they they really were kind of they were trying to avoid the lot the first down marker I guess yep. and then have someone sneak in there and it didn't work so so I had weird weird twi- play I had uh, Twitter Twitter open entirely during the second half mm-hmm. and people just overreact to the dumbest stuff and it wasn't that people were saying that the Chiefs run defense was bad which it is it was. This team has no chance with run defense like this. It's demoralizing. There's no way you can come back. I'm like, why? What do you mean? They're just going to get the ball and they're going to throw down field and Tiger Kill and he's going to run away from everybody. <laughs> okay, you can. <laughs> you, it, it works. I mean, it's not ideal that you have a bad run defense, but this, you know, it, it was like the worst sin known to man that their run defense was so bad last night. It's like, well, they're, well but they scored 40 points. 
And they almost won. It's not like they can't win with that run defense. It presents different challenges for sure. But I, I just felt like people overreacted. That's all. The Patriots' run offense is underrated. When they use it, it's really good. Now, I think Sony Michelle brings another level that Rex Burkhead couldn't to that, that interior right. know, between the tackle style. I think that's – Sony Michelle could be a top 10 running back a lot of weeks moving forward. And Absolutely. they obviously did that last night. Um, I think that the Patriots were doing the smart thing early to keep Kansas City off the field as much as possible. I think that really worked this time. And, of course, they had to, they had to start throwing once Kansas City broke through. And, uh, yeah, but but Bill Belichick, they're adapting to kind of keeping Matt, Pat Mahomes quiet as much as possible early on and making them try to come back later. So, um, As far as the, the Patriots go, you mentioned Sonny Michelle was terrific. Um, Gronk perked up late. Yeah. Um, thank goodness, because his owners oh, were yeah. – that was one of the other things, the other oh. Twitter things was, where's yeah. Gronk? Where, what happened oh. to Gronk? Well, they finally called the place to get him into that second level. Yeah. So that, that, that's how you, you got to get the Chiefs. Um, <laughs> important note, Josh Gordon's snap count went way up last night. Yep. He, he, the target count went up. The snap count went up. I mean, apparently the, the first couple of passes, there was some miscommunication with him and Brady. But, but he, is, he is now officially involved. He kept going back to him after all that, too. Yeah. Later, so. like, I, I, I want to start Josh Gordon in, in week seven. I've been wanting to. I just he figured there'd be some adjustment period joining the new offense mm-hmm. and all that. But he's so good for Tom Brady in general, just because he stretches the field so well. Right. And even though Chris Hogan was doing some of that last night late with the four wide sets, but uh, just uh, if Gordon just elevates Brady's ceiling even more. He's you know people were kind of questioning Brady a little bit here and there with the receiving core, but now Edelman back, Gordon back. It's just it's looking so good right now. Right. And the Chiefs just everybody's great. <laughs> I mean, they tried to do some work. They, well, I, it sounds like well, Tyree Kill is, is great. I think that one of the um, a friend of the podcast, Mike Salfino from Yahoo, yeah. um, or the Athletic now, um, sort of said, "I you know, it, it looked like that the guy they tried to take out was Kelsey. The sort of the sort of stereotypical Belichick thing. I'm going to try yep. to shut down one player, and and if and if it was one in this case, it might have been Kelsey. But then everybody else got theirs. I mean, Kareem Hunt had a huge game, um, well, particularly through the air." I guess the Patriots, you know, not surprising. Yeah, right. <laughs> Tyree Kill was I. That guy's so fast. That that one play, you know, you like, he just ran. I, I don't know how he ran away from everybody like that. But and he and he's a true wide receiver now. Yes, so. he despite, is. Despite what Jalen Ramsey says, he is always wide open. <laughs> always. And you know, Tommy. You know, you, you mentioned Matt Harmon earlier, um, who's now with Yahoo, was for NFL.com. Yep. NFL. Last summer, Matt does reception perception, which is a very valuable tool for wide receivers. And he was the guy last summer, not this past summer, the summer before, you know, on the Tyreek Hill bandwagon saying he is a real wide receiver. And I'm sitting there going, ah, he's a gadget guy. And he's going, no, no, he's always, you know, the separation and all that stuff. And he, I mean, he's uh, dead on right. Well, finger snap separation, really. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's incredible. I mean, that last play with it, you know, the, the, the deep ball that got knowing, uh, that got Kansas City to tie it, just the, the safety had like, you know, a couple steps on him, just burned right past him. Right. No contest. Um, everybody, um, reminder, Monday, November 19th, Chiefs Rams. Mark Circle your calendar that. now. Don't that. In, in, in red. <laughs> Must see TV that will yeah. be. Because yeah. last night certainly was. And that game might even be better. I don't know if that, it can be better. That's hard to be better. I, I, yeah. It's, and say what you want about them not being undefeated. That's a, that's a, that's a loss where you, you still think that's an elite team. So. Right. No worries there. Um, tonight's game. We've got a bunch of questionable people uh, from yep. Niners Packers. So the we don't know who's playing wide receiver for the Packers. Um, Cobb and Allison are maybes. 
Right. Matt Breed is still a maybe. Has he been uh, declared out well, yet? They've been kind of tap dancing around it, but you know we've we've listed him as doubtful, I believe. But then um, Kyle Shanahan's like, oh, he's questionable. If he had to wait this long, you better have like a Kyle Juszczyk or, or yeah. if you handcuffed him with Morris to back it up. Hopefully you didn't wait until tonight for that. Right. Unless you're really prepared for it. Agreed. So I hope he's in your flex. <laughs> hope he's in your flex. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Um, that's it. And everybody in Wisconsin, have fun watching Brewers and Packers at the same time. You get that double play from last night with Boston and then New England and then now. So. Right. All the New England people got, got, got their way again. Yeah, they 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 they've done that a lot this year. They they they've been very fortunate. I can't stand it. it drives me crazy. Me well, me too. Uh, you know, you know who I'm rooting for. So, <laughs> what else you got going on, Tim? Uh, I got my ESPN New Orleans radio spot today, two thirty Eastern. I uh, got Wednesday, the Wednesday Wire once again this week at one p.m. Eastern. Uh, got just you know a bunch of bunch of editing, bunch of writing, mixing in some more baseball stuff. Start going to start doing some player outlooks for that and all and all that. So. Uh, try to check it on Twitter where I can. You guys get us at the Thursday thread uh, on Facebook again, heading up before Thursday night kickoff. And then down to the wire thread Sunday. What a great thread we had this week. We had, you know, about 250 comments this week. It's a really good, uh, really fun, busy time. And don't forget, uh, RotoWire subscribers, you can also now join our new Discord chat apps. Yep. Uh, I'm kind of diving in there a little bit as well. You'll see a bunch of RotoWire people in there talking DFS, NFL. When it comes to lineup lock and, and, and it, while the action's happening, the sweat. Uh, part of it so fun stuff you, you can kind of you know uh, hit some ideas off everybody in there and talk about you know the best tournament plays you know talk about running to put Latavius Murray in your lineups next week that sort of thing so yeah fun times busy time um, mixing everything going on it's it's it's, it's good times at RotoWire right now absolutely yeah. all right folks listeners again as always free 10-day RotoWire trial at rotowire.com slash pod you don't need a credit card for that and it helps you check out almost all the features on the site again rotowire.com slash pod um, folks thanks for listening to this edition of the RotoWire Fantasy Football Podcast sponsored by Fantasy Draft I'll be back on Tuesday with Jake Latarski talking about free agents for, upcoming for week 7 so please come on back and check that out for Tim Heaney I'm John Halpin see you next time <laughs>